0: Hi, I'm Patty Scalzo, and welcome to this edition of Shear Jashub, coming from Shear Jashub Christian Tabernacle in Madison, Connecticut, and featuring the teaching ministry of Pastor Greg Scalzo. Today, we will continue to listen to the final sermon in my husband's series on heavenly authority. Last time, Pastor Greg discussed the seriousness of the heavenly authority call and the sovereignty of God's plan for our lives, how we must embrace that plan with all our heart and mind and strength and then fulfill it. And when we do so, there is great joy when it is done. Let's rejoin Pastor Greg.
1: Matthew chapter 25 verse 20. So he who had received five talents came and brought five other talents, saying, Lord, you delivered to me five talents. Look, I have gained five more talents besides them. His Lord said to him, listen to the words, well done, good and faithful servant. You were faithful over a few things You have been faithful over a few things. I will make you ruler over many things. Enter into the joy, the joy of your Lord. Praise the Lord. Well done, good and faithful servant. How we should long to hear those words. The joy, the joy of the Lord when it's all done. Now, several weeks back, we discussed the signs of the last days from the scriptures. and I won't go over them again now. Clearly, there's a day coming uh, that we have seen the Lord bring about things that have never happened in history as we enter that culmination of time, which will end with the heavens rolling up like a scroll and all their hosts falling down as fruit falling from a fig tree. One of the signs of the last days is apostasy, the falling away. In Matthew chapter 24, Jesus says in verse 9, They will deliver you up to tribulation to kill you, and you will be hated by all nations for my namesake. And then many will be offended, will betray one another, will hate one another. Then many false prophets will rise up and deceive many. And because lawlessness will abound, the love of many will grow cold. But he who endures to the end shall be saved. A falling away in the whole planet. Jesus says in Luke chapter 18, in verse 8, I tell you, when the Son of Man comes, will he really find faith on the earth? In 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, and verse 1, we read this a few weeks back. Now, brethren, concerning the coming of the Lord of our Lord Jesus Christ and our gathering together to him, we ask you not to be soon shaken in mind or troubled either by spirit or by word or by letter, as if from us, as though the day of Christ had come. Let no one deceive you by any means, for that day will not come unless, unless the falling away comes first and the man of sin is revealed, the son of perdition. The falling away, apostasia, apostasy, the rebellion, the falling away of society from the faith in Jesus Christ. And I think we see that approaching even today, right? When you have this spirit of Antichrist, even before the Antichrist comes on the scene, you have this apostasia, this rebellion. When you have the the spirit of Antichrist being poured out on the world. It's a spirit that hates Christ. And it's a spirit among the people, the general people, the non-believers, that will hate true Christians. And it will require the church to be ready. It will require the church to be in a place spiritually that I don't know if she has ever been before. In the heavenly authority study, at several points, we looked at Ephesians chapter 4. And remember, that was the part where in verse 11, in verse 11, it was he who gave some to be apostles and some to be prophets, some to be evangelists, some to be pastors and teachers. Verse 12, to prepare God's people for works of service so that the body of Christ may be built up. Now look at verse 13, Ephesians four thirteen, In the... NIV, until we all reach unity in the faith, and he's not speaking about ecumenicalism there, unity in the faith and in the knowledge of the Son of God and become mature, attaining to the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. Then we will no longer be infants tossed back and forth by the waves and blown here and there by every wind of teaching, and by the cunning and craftiness of men and their deceitful scheming, and it goes on and on. Until we all reach the unity of the faith, and in the knowledge, in full knowledge of the Son of God, and become mature. Um, In the NIV, uh, it says mature. In the New King James, it says Till we all come to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God to a perfect man, to a complete man, to a full grown man, to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. You know, you measure, if you want to measure Jesus, how can you measure Jesus, right? But if you think of the fullness of the stature of Christ, that's what we're called to attain. That complete man, that mature man, that perfect man, that full-grown man, that is what the church is destined to become. And that's where it has to be in the last days. Full-grown and mature. The whole measure of the fullness of Christ, the fullness of maturity. You know the symbolism in the New Testament of the church as the bride, the bride of Christ, right? In 2 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 2, you see the heart of the Apostle Paul. He says in 2 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 2, For I am jealous for you with godly jealousy, for I have betrothed you to one husband, that I may present you as a chaste virgin, NIV will say a pure virgin to Christ, the Bride of Christ, the church being presented to Christ, purified. The Bride making herself pure. And Paul wants to make sure in his ministry as an apostle that he does what's right to teach the right things, to say the right things, to show the full measure of Christ that that church would be presented to Christ a pure Bride in Revelation chapter 19. And I believe this is going on at the same time as you have the apostasia in the world. I believe the scriptures tell us you have the purification of the church at the same time. The world falls further and further away. The weed and the chaff become separate. The separation becomes clearer and clearer as you approach the end of the days. And the church goes or should go to Maturity and pureness as the world goes further and further and further to apostasy. Revelation nineteen, verse six, and I heard as it were the voice of a great multitude, as the sound of many waters, and as the sound of mighty thundering, saying, Hallelujah! For the Lord God omnipotent reigns. Let us be glad and rejoice. And give him glory, for the marriage of the Lamb has come, and his wife has made herself ready. And to her it was granted to be arrayed in fine linen, clean and bright, pure. For the fine linen is the righteous acts of the saints. She's made herself ready. She's pure. She's in white linen. She's covered with the righteous acts of the saints. Then he said, blessed are those who are called to the marriage supper of the Lamb. And he said to me, these are the true sayings of God. Later on, you'll see uh, down in verse 14, you have uh, the visible return of Jesus Christ to the world. With his saints, and it says in chapter 19, verse 14: And the armies in heaven, clothed in fine linen, white and clean, followed him on white horses. The saints, the army of God, the armies of God, the host of heaven. Now is the time for the church to get ready. Now is the time for the church to be prepared purified, mature, the fullness, the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. As we close this series on heavenly authority, I remind you about that part of the study when we looked at Mount Sinai in Exodus chapter 19. And you see God's heart's desire even then with Israel and for his people. It says in verse 5, Now therefore, If you will indeed obey my voice and keep my covenant, then you shall be a special treasure to me above all people. For all the earth is mine, the Lord says. And you shall be to me a kingdom of priests and a holy nation. These are the words which you shall speak to the children of Israel. You shall be to me a kingdom of priests and a holy nation. And that ties us, you think, in the Bible to the book of Revelation. In Revelation chapter 5 and verse 8, Now, when he had taken the scroll, the four living creatures, and we'll speak about those four living creatures in a moment, and the 24 elders fell down before the Lamb, each having a harp and golden bowls full of incense, which are the prayers of the saints. And they sang a new song. They sang a new song, and some of your translations will be slightly different on this. I'm going to give you the majority text. They sang a new song saying, you are worthy to take the scroll and to open its seals because you were slain, speaking about Jesus, and you redeemed us to God by your blood out of every tribe and tongue and people and nations, Now it's beyond just Israel, right? And you have made them kings and priests to our God, and they will reign on the earth.
0: If you would like to support our church's outreach, you can make a secure donation on our website at Shiar. Jeshub.org. On the website, you will find hundreds of Bible study radio programs, as well as links to our Shiar Jeshub Christian Tabernacle channel on YouTube and Rumble. We live stream our Sunday service on YouTube at ten thirty a.m., and it is then posted on YouTube, Rumble, and the ShiarJeshub.org website for 24-7 access. And you can always check Isaiah 7, verse 3, for the spelling of Shi'ar Jashub.